everyone. We've got a great episode of Minivan Men lined up for you today. We're going to catch up with Al Madrigal, who went to the Emmys last week and ended up on stage as part of The Daily Show. He got to hobnob with some of Hollywood's hottest actors and celebrities, and he also got a new friendship with a driver named George. And he's going to report to us live from New York from under a blanket. Minivan Men, starting now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Minivan Men. This is Maz Jobrani out of the West Coast. Al On Madrigal. the East Coast, we've got Al Madrigal <laughs> under a blanket. Yeah. Al? In my apartment in New York, but how am I going to sound all of our sound issues with this new microphone I'm rocking? I am under a blanket. So I'm at my desk with my son's comforter over my head. Uh, welcome to show business. This is and what this, it's like. This was something that was suggested by our by our sound engineer Jorge. No, or Al. Al, you figured it out. Well, you know, I, I was doing some voiceover recording, and so then I went to YouTube, and I have this new microphone, and I was looking into buying sort of this mobile sound booth. It's a travel sound booth, and it's basically your your man that sticks his head. In, you stick your head in a box. Um, it's a got those egg crate sort of cushions on it that you see in sound booths. And so I was going to buy that, but it's expensive. And then I just see people get the guy who's doing the commercial for it goes, are you tired of sticking your head under a blanket? I'm like, no, because I haven't even started sticking my head under a blanket. I'll, I'll try that for a bit. Then I'll oh, get really hilarious. sick of it. And so I, I did it and it sounds great because the sound... Um, bounces off the wall, and so I guess we have you have that echoey effect uh, in a room. But while you go in a sound booth to record voiceover, there's a reason for that, um, and I don't know any of the jargon that goes along with this. I just know it sounds better when you're so, under a blanket. So on minivan men, you learn things. So if if someone's listening to this and you're an aspiring uh, uh, America's Got Talent uh, contestant or uh, an American Idol contestant. Or just want to send in your tape. Voiceover, Put yeah. a blanket over your head. Put a blanket over your head. And I'm it just the visual of me under this blanket is ridiculous. It's like when you make a fort when you're a little kid. Do you ever do that and make a fort out of a blanket? Of course. Pillows? Yeah. My kids are heavy into pillow fort blanket building right now. And um, I, let's bring it back memories. I, I would love to see someone under a blanket singing like a Jennifer Hudson, you know what I'm saying? Like to submit their tape. Yeah. You know, like under <laughs> the thing, like, if I could stay, then they're under the blanket, <laughs> you know? That's kind of yeah, cool. That's, I think that'll be the whole it. music video. They're just singing under a blanket, and you just go out, and you'd get a shot of them underneath this just... Uh, Sort of mountain of man uh, blanket style. I am I am doing an hour special for Comedy Central coming up. That's and awesome. When do you when do you record that? I record it on October twenty fifth in Austin, Texas. So if anyone is in Austin, Texas, and you want free tickets, I would love to have people that are familiar with my work um, and the fans of this show in the audience first. So I'm putting it out there first. You can get a hold of me at minivanmen at gmail.com, and I'd, be, I'd love to send you guys the ticket link if you're in Austin, Texas, uh, or near there and you want to make the trip out. It's Thursday, October 25th. Uh, love to have people. And then I'd, I want to get into the other news because this could be a whole segment that we can do. We are officially launching allthingscomedy.com on October 1st, which features the minivan men, 
Maz Jobrani, Chris Spencer, Al Madrigal. But this is a list of the comedians we have. Um, Bill Burr from the morning, Monday Morning Podcast. Harlan Williams from Harlan Highway. Ari Shafir from The Skeptic Tank. You have Jake Johansson from Jake This. Uh, you have Tom Segura and Christina Polinski, his wife. Uh, she, they're from Your Mom's House podcast. You got The Long Shot with Eddie Pepitone, Sean Conroy, Jamie Flam. Very funny guys. Uh, what is the girl's name, Jorge? I forget. Amber Kenny. Amber Kenny. Um, so then you also have Baron Vaughn. He has a podcast called Deep Shit. Uh, you have the Flophouse podcast with uh, two guys from The Daily Show, Elliot Kalan and Dan McCoy. They do movie stuff. You've also got um, the Laugh Spin podcast. It's a Laugh Spin is a comedy news source. And we're all being sponsored by SoundCloud. Um, it's fantastic. Um, it's all so just in one so, spot. Just so listeners understand, when you say that the, this uh, all things comedy is being launched, does that mean it's going to be like a website they can go to and it'll all be there? All or things what, comedy. What, how, yes. how does it work? All things comedy.com. It's going to be all these podcasts under one roof. And then we're going to um, sort of band together to release content. So, so we're starting with these podcasts, but it's also going to really be a, a channel that has video. Uh, we're going to. To, to do our own uh, YouTube channel through Maker Studios. So everyone, all of the podcasters that I just mentioned and many more people as we add to this are going to be able to create shows that we have on YouTube. So Moz has an idea for a show and says, I want this made. It's a talk show. I want to interview people. We have a studio where Moz can go and a crew that will make this stuff for him free of charge so he's all set up to go in there and make the show that he wants without going through like a stu- typical studio system we're also going to this sounds like an oprah move yeah that's what it sounds like this is we're a going big, oprah um yeah it's a, one of those are we going to bring rosie o'donnell into no the mix? rosie o'donnell they said, and that's just the thing we're not really going to bring anybody into the mix so these are all comedians that sort of are established comics and i think you don't see that with a lot of the comedy networks um, Greg Barrett and Dave Anthony, I, I can't believe I didn't mention them because they're such a huge part of this. Um, they're also in the group. They have a podcast um, that is fantastic. I remember saying that the uh, J- Jake Johansson episode of their podcast led me to call him. Uh, it, it really is just an amazing group of of comics that are together. And the thing that is different between all of us and you sort of look at, and there's nothing wrong with any other podcast network. I think it's fantastic and I love what you do. But what sort of differentiates us is that we're all sort of established comics that are doing well on their own without their podcasts. And um, it's, it's a great group. And, it, and it's just the beginning. We hope to add other podcasters to this and other comics that we really like. It's sort of um, we're picking the comics. Do you know so what? listen and tell your friends about allthingscomedy.com. So uh, we're, gonna, we're going big time. We're going we're gonna to try and... Uh um, no, it's just thing a, loose. Break it's it not, loose. It's break not it, even break it wide open. You know, Take it's, over. It's just sort of Wa- us. We're gonna Walmart this world, baby. <laughs> no, it's and and actually, that's sort of what we don't want to. You know, we want. This is just the. Com- okay, we're not gonna Walmart this no, thing. That's the wrong, the wrong analogy. Moz needs to be brought up to speed on what this is. Uh, this is yeah. <laughs> we're gonna Trader Joe's this thing. No, we're just gonna really. Um, sort of control our own content. If that, I got it, I got it, I got it. We're going Rage Against the Machine, ladies and gentlemen. That is exactly what we're doing, Ooh, Moz. 
Boz pulls through MJ <laughs> at the analogy. We're going rage against the machine with podcasts, ladies and gentlemen. And it, then it's just, again, that's the beginning. But I do want this to be a site, and Bill Burr, we sort of are guiding this thing, want this to be the most artist-friendly place you could possibly imagine, where if any of the people in our group have an idea, it gets made. And um, we feel like we have the resources to do that. We're talking to TiVo. It is very exciting stuff. I hope every people are excited Beautiful. about this. Um, Pat Oswalt so, gave a speech uh, at the Montreal Comedy Festival that basically is saying that the you know the comedians now with social networking are able to take over, and that's exactly what this is. We're going to start a record company out of this. We're going to release our own hour specials. Uh, we the artist gets one hundred percent of that money. It's we're starting to sound like villains in Batman. <laughs> we're, the, we're taking over one hundred percent of the proceeds. Yes. Um, keep it with a joker. We are the joker. So anyway, that's very exciting. And I've been working on this for a long time. So I'm thrilled that this has um, come to fruition. And I haven't been, you know, I know I've been talking to Maz and Chris about this for a while. And they so they've been hearing, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And there's a lot of talk. Whenever you're in like Hollywood amongst creative types, everybody has grand plans to do their own shows and stuff like this. But this is actually happening. happening in well, listen, your fans know, and, and a lot of people that know you know, you're one of the hardest working guys out there. And that kind of leads me to my next thing, which is the other day I'm in Houston. I'm doing shows in Houston. This is all, by the way, guys, this is the catch-up segment of the show. We're, we're catching up because we haven't talked to each other for a while. But I'm in Houston. I'm doing a show. And I get a text from Chris Spencer. It says, Al Madrigal just won an Emmy. And I was like, oh, snap. Yeah. And I was so excited. So tell us what happened. Well, I did not, or to, to, to clear this out, I didn't win an Emmy. I, I wish I won an Emmy. I was on stage when somebody else won an Emmy or a large group of my friends that I work with won That's an Emmy. That's closer to an Emmy than I've ever been. <laughs> I have contr- I've, I've, I've known some girls named Emma. <laughs> I've never been next to I've an Emmy. some M&Ms. So I, what happened? So first of all, you went to, you went to the Emmys, obviously. I went to the Emmys. This is the second year in a row that I have gone to the Emmys with The Daily Show, and I got to sit with a, a large group of my friends. You know, when I went to the da- uh, Emmys initially, uh, I was had, had been on the ep- show like five episodes, so I was relatively new. I really didn't know everybody's name. I'd just gone out as a Daily Show contributor, and everybody knows who listens to this podcast. I have been officially working on the show since January and going back. And fourth between New York and L.A. And so now I get to go to the Emmys. And I really, it's like a large group of my friends up on stage holding those trophies. And it's just, um, we're now, walking when you around go, Hold on, let me afterwards. get some questions. Now, when you go, uh, a couple questions. First of all, you, you, get to, you get to walk the red carpet. They, they ask you about your clothes and stuff. I walk the red carpet. Samantha B., who I was interviewed with by Entertainment Weekly, got asked who she was wearing. I thought that was exciting. Um, I've actually got a custom tuxedo made and given to me for free, if you can believe that. That was crazy. So I Was that people, one of your, by one of your neighbors, neighbor Frank? <laughs> no, I didn't use neighbor resources in L.A. for this. I had, from The Daily Show, I asked about a tuxedo. I said, I, I really need to get a tuxedo. What do you recommend to the wardrobe lady? And the wardrobe people are so nice that she said, you know, I probably can get you a tuxedo if you're going to go up on stage, if you're going to be taking pictures. So I said, yeah, nice. let's do it. And then I had, next thing you know, I had people from this company, not standard, um, come over 
and measure me for a custom tuxedo. And then I went and got fit. And that's uh, awesome. And you get to keep it. I'm I kept a tuxedo. It's in my closet. Yeah, I don't have to turn it back in. Anyway, the, I don't know how it's so cheap. I'm sure they're like shipping it off to China or something. But I basically how said, funny would that be if a little Chinese boy so, showed yeah, up and just started yeah, sewing it around, sewing your body. around my body? Yeah, he released a big thing of silkworms that are able to. <laughs> and so, on the way out, he's like, "Please take me away from this play. factory. You must, Please. sir. Please. Tuxedo Don't man is your son. Fancy man, you must help me." <laughs> Fancy man! So you walk, so you walk the carpet. You get there now. Um, uh, you, what kind of seats you get? You get good seats. We you had good seats. So balcony. Where I are you? I am sitting next to George R. Martin, the guy who wrote Game of Thrones. I am sitting behind Mike and um, uh, Bob Odenkirk. I'm, I'm saying the actor's uh, name, uh, it, 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 character name before. If anybody watches Breaking Bad, I'm sitting right behind Breaking Bad. I'm sitting in you. in front of Amazing Race. Are I'm you s- allowed to bring food into the theater? There is no food or drink in the theater that is so allowed. Are people, are people getting smashed at this thing? No, there's just cocktails. There's a couple different bars. When you walk in, it's in the Nokia theater. Because this is a very good question. Uh, because you do the red carpet. We take limos. I go meet everybody from the Daily Show there. You take limos with your friends. I'm in the same limo as Wyatt Sinek. Um, I have a Sam B and her friend. And then are you allowed to bring your wife, wife to this? My or wife is, this is next like to you me. You don't tell her. You're like, oh, I'm going to go do a set. No. I'm going to the comedy store. I'm going to do a set. My wife is looks. I, I swear to Edna, this is not me just saying this because she's my wife. My wife looks more beautiful than I've ever seen her showing up at this thing. It was amazing. Um, to really to back up and how exhausted I was. I was in Birmingham, Alabama, on Friday night doing a show, Daily Show Live. I was in Columbus, Ohio on Saturday night. Then I got a 5.50 flight from Columbus, Ohio to Denver and then Denver to L.A. Show up at L.A. at 10 a.m. Jam over to my house in L.A. Uh, see the kids like, Daddy, push me on the swing. Push me on the swing. Push, 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 push. <laughs> quality time. Yeah, quality time. <laughs> I have uh, about an hour and a half to get ready. My wife's not even there. She's getting her hair done. So I, I crank all this out. And my son wants to play catch with the football. So I jam playing catch with the football, do that. Run in, shower. By the time my wife comes back, I just throw on my pants on. Car comes, picks us up, throw this tuxedo on, jump in the car, say goodbye to everybody, and go over to Santa Monica where all the Daily Show people are meeting. Me and my wife have a drink there in the lobby of Shutter's Hotel. Nice. I see Jeffrey Tambor, who I worked with on the show called Welcome to the Captain. So I chatted with him and my wife for a long time. By the way, anyone who visits L.A. in Santa Monica, Shutters is a nice place to go have a drink, uh, sunset kind of a situation. Uh, Just letting you know. But So here we are, Jeffrey Tambor. Keep going. Yeah, so we go out to the balcony there, which is very nice. This is a very good tip by Maz. If you're visiting Los Angeles and you want to go somewhere by the beach, Shutters in Santa Monica, it's probably a little pricey. But again, we weren't staying there. The Daily Show people were. I just go visit, get a couple beers. Some of my friends start coming down, take pictures, jump in limos, and go to this show. So now you sort of arrive in this big limo queue where they check for bombs under. It's like, uh, and we go in there, walk the red carpet. You're, you're, are you trying to say I, I couldn't have gotten in? No, Maz Jabrani would not be welcome 
That's so we say. Hey, it's one of those. You, have you done that before, where they're they're doing this sort of bomb check? We got that a lot at the Republican National Convention and sure. the DNC, where they set up, they do the thing where they look at the magnet, the uh, mirror under the car to make sure there's nothing. They open up the trunk, they check everything. It's like when every you go- time in the Middle East when I perform, every time I'm not kidding. Every time I go drive back to the hotel, every hotel does that. So out here, it's special events, Middle East. Just going to a hotel. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you go into the store and you get that. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we uh, walk the red carpet. I love TV so much. I can't tell everybody how much I love television. I love Boardwalk Empire. I love Breaking Bad. I watch all the HBO shows when they come out. Um, Game of Thrones. I'm sitting next to Game of Thrones. It's crazy. Are you Are you at any point going like, oh, my God, that's Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi, I'm a big fan. Are you doing that? Or are you just like, I got to be cool? I know, walked by, the, if anybody watches Game of Thrones, I walked by Khaleesi, the actress who plays Khaleesi, and then the, actress who play, uh, the actor who plays Rob Stark were sitting like four seats away from me. And I walked by them, and I when I got the, when I knocked out, we got to go upstage for the Emmy, so I had to walk by them. And then when I came back, they were like, oh, my God, um, congratulations. And I, just, I looked at them, and I said, I'm a huge fan of the show. By the way, you guys are fantastic. And it's a lot of people telling each other how great they are. That's funny. Um, and a lot of that. But really, it's like I love television. So anyway, the how, ma- how long is the event? Is it like something that you're like, oh, okay, come on, let's finish this? It's three hours. So it's a huge, I mean, and they really ran it sharp. The only thing I didn't like what they were doing is they were cutting people off. Like if you watch the Emmys and you saw like they started like turning mics off people. And um, especially at the end, they didn't sort of leave enough time for the big a comedy award and that went to Modern Family for best show and they turned down Steve Levitan's mic which is, sort of was uncool um, but it was a good show and so then we go to this thing called the Governor's Ball where you get nice. this sheet and who do I see at the Governor's Ball? Wait, 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 wait. First of all, where is the Governor's Ball at? Just sort of right next door. They dress up a convention okay. hall and it's just amazing. Like it's a huge rose-themed event with dessert bars. I mean, just think about the the biggest, nicest party you've ever been to. That's wow. what this is. Wow! And it's just incredible. I have some pictures I could send Jorge, and we can put them up on the Facebook page. I'll put some photos up. Yeah. Um, and anyway, so. We're walking around. Now you have a list. They have lists on every seat. So each table, I was at table 622. So me, Wyatt, my wife, we go find your table. And you sit down. There's a beautiful salad waiting for you, wine at the table. But now you have a list of where everyone is. So if I know where Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel's table number, uh, where the Game of Thrones people are, Peter Dinklage is where? Oh, he's right here sitting at this table. So they give you a map to all the other tables so you can find your friends. And they assume that everyone that's went to the Emmys and made it into this governor's ball is not going to be totally crazy. But you have a lot of fans that are there. So you have a lot of people coming out to me. And it just – I think it's ridiculous. Um, I think it's hilarious sort of people coming up to me and saying I'm a big fan of the show. But it's really cool. So um, Tina Fey is there and just everybody that was at the show is at at this huge dinner with amazing performances. Um, and you said, singers. you said, now you said, who, you were saying, who, who happens to be there? You're going to, you're going to surprise, who, who do we, who'd you run into? Chris Spencer. 
Chris Spencer. Our own. What's he do? His our, show hasn't even gone on air yet. Our own Chris Spencer. What's he doing? Walks up to where we see each other. I have two cocktails in my hand. I got, ladies and gentlemen, I enjoy a kettle one on the rocks with a couple limes. So I got two of those babies. My wife likes the same drink. And I got two of those. I was in a con. You know, it's so weird because you get. You walk three feet. You've been to some of this stuff, Maz, and you get in a conversation with somebody. It's like you, oh, yeah. it's a conversation trap, and then you get another conversation. You, you try to go over back to your table, and you get stopped three times going. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. It's, like a, uh, it's like a wedding with a lot of fr- people that you know, friends, acquaintances, and, 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 and your wife's like, you tell your wife, hey, I'm going to go get her some drinks. Then you show up a half an hour later. She's like, "Where were you?" And you're like, "I ran into this guy from high school." And then there was this. Guy. It's kind of yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, you can't. You can never make it back a clean. So I feel like I barely saw Chris. By the way, um, I'm not sure how long you're supposed to be under one of these blankets, but I think I'm hitting the blanket limit. I. Uh, it's <laughs> you wanna, incredibly so, hot. Take a break and come back. Why don't we take a small, uh, so just a break, so I can really actually breathe. I wouldn't take a breather. In the truest sense of the definition, I want to literally take a breather. We'll be Um, back. All right. That's where that came from. Yo, this is Chris Spencer. I know you guys are listening to us. You're laughing and you're telling everybody about us, but we need you to rate it. So when you go on iTunes, rate us. Go down to where it says comments and say, hey, I think you're groovy. All right, we're back at Minivan Men. Al Madrigal is on the East Coast, still under under a blanket. Uh, <laughs> With fresh air. Last just... week, he was at the Emmys. Now, he's at home under a blanket. <laughs> Not because he's sick, but because he can't afford a sound system. Uh, well, no, he they, can't. They have, that he can't. They have the these things. Can't. They have um, these things. These mobile. One day, one day, we will be able to find you a, buy you a sound booth, Al, <laughs> with the minivan money that's going to be coming in. I really do. If I could ever afford to build a house one day, I always think and fantasize that I will build myself a little sound booth, uh, and I will uh, get out from under this blanket. But anyway, I, enough I about the fucking I wouldn't blanket. build a sound booth just because I'd be afraid that it would lead me to wanting to become uh, try rapping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying you call over your friends, be like, "Let's produce a rap album." I Why got not? a sound studio. I got a sound studio. No, I so just here want- we are. We're at the. You are at. You're at the Emmys. You run into Chris Spencer, and then I mean, he tells me he's at table four eighteen, which is the other end of the world, actually. So I want to go over there, and I, we make our way around. And I never actually see him after that fact. Um, and now Chris is there because he knows people, or because of the shows he's, he he works on a lot of shows as a writer. Yeah, we'll have to figure that out. I'm not sure exactly <laughs> why he was there, but I assume that he was with an MTV or BT Viacom table based on the show that he was working on. You want to go to the Emmys? Or his wife was there with the casting people because I saw Vanessa. She looked great. So anyway, you go to that, and then you start to see everybody start to take off. So you never want to be the last person at the party. Right. Everybody, we eat dinner. After dessert, everybody's like, let's go get the cars because there's going to be a mad dash for these cars. So I have o'clock, a, eleven o'clock. What time are we at? Uh, I I think we're at around ten thirty. Okay, yeah, because sometimes these things, because you've been going since like four or something, so it's a long day as it. Oh, and remember, I woke up at five fifty in the morning Central to, uh, to go and get this flight. I'm a mess. Yeah. So I've had coffee. I've had this five hour energy. I tried to. Anyway, so 
we go and we get the, the limos, and I'm sitting next to, you know, all the people are out there. I see the guys, the president of Showtime and all this stuff. Like, you see people, and everyone's congratulating each other. I, of course, am with this group of Daily Show people that ha- everybody has Emmys. So you see the Emmy in somebody's hand. Not only did you go to this award show, which is super cool, and you're on TV, but you won. So everyone's coming up to everybody, going, "Congratulations, congratulations!" So wait, do you get an Emmy as well? I that's what I want to say. Do you get an Emmy? I do not get an Emmy. I get a certificate that says from the Emmy people that I said I contributed to the win. That's of an fine, Emmy. man. So you can like turn it in at like a McDonald's and get yeah, like yeah. A, something. Huh? No, just it, it, look. Walking around with an Emmy is pretty da- darn nice, and I do definitely want one one day. Um, but John, the John Stewart has won this award ten years in a row. It's amazing, wow. and it it really is being on the show is it's so incredible how it works. Um, and he definitely deserves this award. But to, to say 10 years is just such a long time, and it's such a huge run. So I'm honored that he even let us up on stage. So he didn't have to do that, but it, before the show, when we're it's at like the It's like UCLA shutters. basketball when John Wooden was coaching it. So he's kind of like the John Wooden of TV. And then when he said when we, uh, when we go up on the podium after we win this NCAA March Madness championship thing here, the Final Four... I wanted the towel guy. You're going up there. Okay, buddy? And so he allowed uh, – nice. there's cameramen up on stage. They One of the ladies from accounting got to go up. He said, everybody up. This is going to be awesome. number 10. We're all going up. So great boss. So anyway, we go down. We get the limo. We go to another part. We go – You were saying – hold on. You were saying you were outside standing next to – was there a specific person you were going to tell us about? Oh, you all the Big Bang Theory, everybody from all these TV shows. Okay. Everybody's okay. now just sitting in the street. Okay. So everybody from all your favorite TV shows, all the popular ones, is all sitting down on the curb, like waiting for these cars. It's now you go to the amazing. after party. Now you go to the after party. So we get mistakenly dropped off. We think we're going to Comedy Central. The guy goes, here you are, Comedy Central. Open up the uh, door. Time out, time out one, one second. The whole time you have the same driver, right? Same driver. We've got to find this guy who's sort of a pain in the ass. And so, you've got and you got how many is it like a couple of couples in the car or is it at a bunch of you in the car? This point, so Samantha B. Now it's just me, Wyatt, and uh, my wife and his date. The reason cool. I ask you, sorry, the reason I keep interrupting you asking is because the whole night as you're going, are you thinking to yourself, how much do I got to tip this guy at the end of the night because he's been with us eight hours? I went to a big highfalutin award show. He thinks I'm probably making like. 10 million a year. Well, I got to tell you this. Um, my guy was a real pain in the ass. And I, he was uh, impossible to get a hold of. He didn't know the system. Like, he kept referring me to other people. It was a nightmare. To get picked up took 12 phone calls. Wow. And so I was really fed up with our guy. I think his name was George. And it sounds like a ridiculous thing to complain about. And I'm so thrilled to be there. Uh, but anyway, he was a huge pain in the ass, and I... George ain't getting tipped. George let, ain't getting tipped. Let me tell you what happened. I'll wait till we get to the... I'll tell you what happened to George. Okay. Uh, so, we... George takes us to the wrong party. Of 
course. We get out, and it's HBO, which is a fine mistake as far as we're concerned. <laughs> if we, you're going to make a mistake, you want to go to HBO, <laughs> not the CW. Yeah. So we go to this huge HBO party. HBO's nominated more than any other network. And I didn't go to the HBO party last year. We just went to Comedy Central the year before and then went home, me and my wife. Are uh, you allowed to go in because you'd been at the Emmys? Or you we are to be not. On a list to get into we are not on party? this list, but this is something that's exciting. So people see us and say, "Welcome to the H." Some publicist sees us and lets us right in. Nice. So we walk immediately in, get our hands stamped, go down this red carpet thingy, whatever, and um, are there. And I there I see Nick Kroll, Paul Shear, Natasha Leggero. Uh, Ricky from Garfunkel and Oates, like a lot of friends, and see um, uh, Rich Summer from Mad Men and all these people that you end up, you know, you sort of know, and it's a really cool party, really cool place. It's sort of clubby, um, very, it's all done in plaid. It's beautiful. So you have a couple drinks there, and then we make our way over to Comedy Central, which you should have done it the other way around. You should have gone to Comedy Central and then gone to HBO. You can't do Comedy Central after HBO because it's obviously a much smaller affair, but it's still very nice. And that's Comedy Central's basic cable, so they're they're not making as much money as HBO. Probably they're still doing just fine. And it's um, it's all your buddies. I feel like where the HBO thing was more people watching Comedy Central is like, oh, these are all my friends, and so it's the Tosh uh, writers are there and. Writers and Jeffrey Ross and everybody, you know, like all the Comedy Central people, like all the comics are there. So you sort of feel this kinship. And um, then we all got in a car and I ditched George, the limo driver. I was done with him. So I called him like five times, tried to get him. Uh, Wyatt was done and he wanted to go home at that point. So I passed George off to Wyatt and I jumped in a car with a bunch of Daily Show producers it was my wife, and we went to the Jimmy Kimmel party. So George now is going. Where did that guy? Was George? Was George uh, uh, like Greek or Armenian or something? Something. And I said, George, I gotta tell you, because he kept saying, "Call the court." Like he was having me call every single pickup. Took twelve calls. I just, you just, I, I was so tired from being, and I wasn't. I'm never snippy with anybody, but I said, "Look, man." Service people, anyway. I'm snippy with a lot of people, uh, yeah. but never service people. And I go, look, I'm really tired, George. Um, I can't do this anymore. It's like I was breaking up with him. I said, <laughs> I'm going to give your number to Wyatt. He's going to call you. I'm done. No, where do I pick like, you up? Where are you going? Where are you going? And I go, George, do you know who I am, George? No, I have I... an Emmy certificate, <laughs> yeah, George. Exactly. No, I said. He goes, where are you going? I said, never mind where I'm going, George. You don't need to know about me. My plans. I'm out of here. I'm going in another car. So I jump in. Al, we had a, we had more places to go together. Yeah. Al, Al, Al. So, what about my tip? Yeah, that's really what we we're upset. Anyway, <laughs> if anybody did not deserve one uh, from me, it was George. I let Wyatt take care of that. Anyway, Listen, if George is listening to this, you can write Al at yeah. uh, minivanmen at gmail.com. And tell them what you think of the night from your perspective, George. Yeah, exactly. So then we go to Jimmy Kimmel's party, which is Soho House. There is every big – that was crazy. So Kobe Bryant's there, Robert Pattinson 
from the Twilight. So, like, this is like a paparazzi's dream. The entire class of Modern Family is going crazy on the dance floor. We just had a blast because, again, me and my wife love television. So this is so exciting for us. Um, you know, everywhere you turn is a different celebrity. It's amazing. Uh, and it was just fun. You had some drinks, and we didn't stay there too long. And me and my wife walked outside. Everybody went and banged their cars back to shutters. And me and my wife found a cab and went back to Eagle Rock. And what a beautiful night, man. It was a wonderful, wonderful night. And I do not have an Emmy, but I feel like I contributed to somebody winning one in a very small way. And um, it's exciting. You know, like... Uh, it's That's a, perfect timing. The train just came by. Yeah. <laughs> right as you're that is, your story. The blanket's not even working. It's like, I can't believe I'm wearing a blanket. I'm covered in a blanket, and you can still hear that damn train. It's funny how life, uh, you know, it, it, the, the, the lesson of this is that you had this amazing night. You appreciate it. Everything was great. And now you're back on the, uh, you're back on the treadmill. You're running again. You're, you're hustling again. And that's just life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I've often heard, like, People will win the Academy Award, and then the next day they're like, "I gotta get, I gotta get, I gotta get some work." Get right back to work. You know, you can't. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like I. Well, it was amazing to be up there. I mean, I really would like to do something on my own where I make something that um, is well received. So I I'm gonna hustle on that, and I might get this hour special. So I have an amazing amount of stand up I'm doing coming up. I'm in Atlanta. And at the punchline this weekend, um, I'm also going to be in uh, at Ice House in Pasadena, the October 5th and 6th, all practicing for this hour special. Then I'm going to be at Caroline's Comedy Club, the 10th and 11th. And then I'm on the road. I'm in Arizona doing Daily Show Live. I'm at George Mason University. I think I'm in South Carolina, the University of South Carolina. So I'm all over the place. Your schedule is what, at almadrigal.com? Yeah, I'm going to post it. Um, I've been bad. I'm not as organized as you are, Maz. And I've, for once in my life, I'm actually going to post my schedule. So if you're, any, if you're near any of these cities, please come out. And if you're a listener of the show, one of the very few perks is that um, I would be happy to get you tickets to some of these events and put you on the list. If you can afford it, I'd love you to buy one. But if you're thinking you can't afford it for whatever reason, minivanmen at gmail.com. I'm happy to put you on a list and love people from and the show. And go see Al on the taping, which is October 26th in Austin, correct? October 25th, Thursday night. And you'd have to email me so I could get you on the list for that. But if you're in Texas and you want to come to Austin for this live TV taping of my special a lot of kids' material, and I think it's a lot of stuff that I've been working on over the years. It's finally going to be performed in one big, long set that I'm yeah, busting my ass to make great. All right, guys. So that's that's it. So this is the catch-up episode with Al Madrigal. He's at Al, is almadrigal.com. Also yeah, at yeah. Madrigal But I feel like Twitter. that was one, like, one. On Twitter. I'm also touring, mazjobrian.com. Come out, check out some live shows, and we appreciate you listening. Tune wait. in again next wait. week. Wait, wait, wait. No. No, what? I want to hear what's going on with you. I think oh, no, we'll come back. We'll catch up on the next episode for me. We're gonna. Oh, do, we're gonna... really? All right, folks. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites. There's thechrisspencer.com. 
MazGiobrani.com and AlMadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks. <laughs>